Ah, oh, g'day, kick-ass people, and welcome back to what obviously is the best podcast out there. I am your host, Jester Sanjas, and I am joined by Mike McGlynn, my co-host and production wizard, aka Dumbledore. Today's guest is very special. She is Nicole Lapusik, and she is a sound engineer and artist manager, recently launching her own artist management business called Peaches Management. Her story and what she's overcome is really interesting being treated differently to the guys in a uni class, dealing with sexism, doing live sound gigs, and also starting her management company. She's a really clever little pea and a brilliant human being. We're really glad to be friends with her. So here she is, our kick-ass chick, Nicole Lapusic. Hey Nicole. Hey. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. Hi Mike. Hi Jess. How are you? Well, thank you. <laughs> Good. Any jokes to tell? Um, no good ones. Good. No. Okay. Yeah. We'll kick off then. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nicole, I'm really excited to speak to you. We got in touch obviously a few weeks ago and I've been looking at what you've been doing. You've got an, a mass of stuff that you've been getting up to, which I can't wait to get into. But before we get into that, I need to ask you a really important question. Shoot. Do you think that you're a kick-ass chick? I would love to think that I'm a kick-ass chick. You know, I feel like you have this like image of yourself and like Mm -hmm. I would love for people to look up to me to think that I am a kick-ass chick. I'm one of them. I hope so. Nice. Does that answer the question? I hope so. Kind of. I I guess it's kind of we've had really similar responses to other guests that we've had on the podcast. Um, Some have been like straight away. Yeah, I think I'm a kick-ass chick and this is why. And then others have said exactly kind of what you've said it's like um yes but I feel like a bit of an imposter saying it but it would be yeah yeah I'd like to say that I am yeah it's always like a weird yeah totally I think it probably comes with confidence as well Mm. I guess you kind of have to carry that with you Mm. that's probably a huge part of it yeah um you know to kind of be confident in what you're doing uh as a female in the music industry um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not very surprised to hear that no, at all. I'm, yeah, I, I, Jackie, I think I was. Jackie's answer was interesting. We, um, we interviewed an amazing person, Jackie Shaw, and she was like, I would like to think I am, but compared to the people mm. that I'm aspiring to be, I'm not. So she was comparing herself to Michelle Obama and Oprah. Wow. Okay. And, well, uh, in that case, well, maybe I'll <laughs> refrain from that then. No, but but like, other people have just been like, yeah, I think I'm a kick-ass chick. So. And I've been really surprised because the people that we've had on the show, including yourself, like some of the stuff you guys have all done is amazing. So for me, I'm like looking up to you guys like, whoa, this is so cool. Mm. And then for some of you to be like, yeah, I guess so but I'm not 100% there. It's like, what? I feel like maybe the mentality comes with maybe I understand and know what I've been through to be able to get to that stage. So Mm. for me, I don't put myself as that idea of being like a kick-ass woman in in, in the industry. It's like I'm doing my job. I'm passionate. I'm doing what I love to do. And like maybe that perspective 
yeah. is something that comes along with it as well. So what's your definition of a kick-ass chick? Or like, even if you want to give us some examples of who you think are kick-ass chicks. Well, like I said before, I totally think that that comes with being confident mm-hmm. with what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the biggest thing that I aspire to, to be able to be confident and, you know, really enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Um, those are probably things that I look up to. Like I talk to so many people in the industry, not necessarily women either, but um, I think that's probably the key thing that I've taken away because I spent such a long time doing other things that I didn't enjoy right. um, and to kind of see other people that have really pushed through to get to where they want to be and they have a career, they have stability, which is, again, something that's huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um that's probably something that would be some kind of rough definition that I would carry yeah. with me. When you um, say you aspire to being confident, yeah, does that mean you don't feel you are confident? Well, that's an interesting question because I feel like it took me a long time to be confident with what I was doing. Mm-hmm. There was like a really weird time in my life where I kind of had to take a step back and be like, you know, I know that this is a really difficult path to take. You have so many people that are sometimes against you with what Mm. you want to do, you know, Mm. Um, and to kind of see the odds play out like that and then put yourself in that position to kind of sacrifice things where you, you know, sometimes you might be unhappy for a while or sometimes like people would tell you that you can't do something and that I really took that on board for a really long time. Mm. And maybe it took me until maybe the end of last year or this year to really be super confident with what I was doing and really hustle and be like, I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm, this is happening. Whoever doesn't support me, like literally get fucked. Like that's like probably. I don't need you. Yeah. And it's, it's really hard sometimes, but I feel like you need to be your number one fan. Mm Mm-hmm. As, yeah. as really corny and cringy as that no, is. Totally. Yeah, it, it, it really takes a long time to get into that headspace and that mentality as well. But as long as you surround yourself with supportive people, um, you know, I think even we touched on it a little bit before. Where it's like really difficult when I was going through studying, when I was doing audio as well, there were like not many people or like females in the industry. Mm. So you know, for me to be able to continue in that path, knowing that I was like a very mm. small minority of female that was in that career. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's really difficult. Sometimes. That must be interesting because as a, as a producer myself, I've never kind of had to think about, oh, what's, what's the role of a man in, as a music producer? <laughs> it's never, as a, as a woman who's producing and engineering and doing all this amazing stuff. And when you were learning it, was there a part of you that was like, oh, this really isn't set up for me? Yeah, I think it it, it was actually quite early on when I started studying audio that I felt very isolated almost mm. is probably the best okay. way to describe it. Okay. Um, you know, not to be too specific about it, but even some of the lecturers that I had were very um, – you know, I'd be like the only female in the class and Mm. they would really section you off and be like, okay, well, you can't do this. And Would they be that explicit? Sorry? Would they be that explicit about it? Yeah, 100%. Oh, my goodness me. Yeah, and it was like, I mean, there were like quite a few times where um, my lecturer would kind of not directly talk to me at all. 
Wow. If you have questions, you have anything like that, it's just like, oh, you you kind of, you're on your own. What? So Yeah, so like, and that was quite early on. And that's really disappointing because that's it, it supposed is. to be the one of the people that is Yeah, so to be supported, you. right? Yeah. yeah, and at the time there was only one female lecturer in mm-hmm. my whole mm-hmm. university, so it was, it was difficult. But uh, yeah, and that, that kind of like took me a long time to really push myself even to get into like live sound because, again, that's predominantly male. Mm. So you kind of already have this anxiety of going into an industry where you're constantly learning. Mm. Um, there are not many engineers that I know that have been doing it for a long time and say that they know everything. So yeah. for me to be starting and already have this fear of going into like live sound and and even mm. management in particular um, is, is a really huge struggle and I very much so wish that I had someone to have a take advice from or even just to bounce ideas around and be like this is what's happening what do I do like mm. you know it gets very overwhelming very quickly so that was like a huge hurdle that I had to go through so how did you get through that that's pretty hectic stuff yeah I mean again I think it it took me a very long time to be confident with what right. I was doing it's not until again maybe six months to a year ago that I really started to to push for it um so do you think yeah. if, if the lecturer or if the lecturers and maybe a classmate had been a lot more supportive of you that you might have got the confidence quicker or do you think that's just a maturity thing? Yeah, I, th- I think it's probably like a 50-50. Mm. Um, at the time, I was probably a bit older when I was studying. Uh, a lot of a lot of the kids that were coming through were like quite fresh, fresh mm. out of uh, high school, 18-year-olds. So yeah. I guess there's definitely that factor of being less mature and being like oh you're you're a chick whatever like you you can do your own thing like they kind of had like a boys club situation oh, hey, so, that's so shit it is you had to deal with that that yeah. whole age thing petrifies me as well <laughs> it's it's still it's still unfortunately how things petrifies are petrifies me i started a course and it took me a really long time to sign up because I was so scared of walking in and being like 10 years older than everyone else. Yeah, totally. And being like the sort of mature student in the class and walking in and everyone kind of dismissing me because I wasn't that like young, hip, fresh. Oh, the really? Fact that you said hip makes me cringe as well. Mm. Like, you know, and, and <laughs> part it of the just, cool club. It Don't. crippled me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it crippled me. The fear of walking in and being like the older chick. Did you did you like have have the situation where people were kind of already in like cliques and stuff like that Thanks, because it's age wise? Thankfully or? not. Okay. Um, so I will admit there are I am probably the oldest in the class. It, it was just not as bad as I had created in my head. Yeah. How but many it, females are in your class? In my class, there's four, Hello. and there's nine of us. Okay. That's so good, right? That's, not, that's, that's encouraging. Great, right? Yeah. And what are you studying? I'm doing production, music production. Really? Hello. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. That's great. They're that there's all, so many females. They're all like yeah. DJs. That's the, awesome. actually the two girls. Um, I'm not sure about the other one actually, but they're DJs, which I think is so cool as a chick. Like, yeah. That's so badass. 
um but they're they're really lovely and the guys are really lovely too there's no clicks and there's no kind of more supportive than anything it's really that's great great to hear yeah but i was petrified like you it's just it's just imagine if you were in an environment like nicole was in i i'm absolutely shocked that you were treated that way yeah i mean it took again it took a long time to kind of like go through that process but uh, I don't know, you kind of just have to remove yourself from the situation sometimes. But I feel like if I was younger and like yeah. if I was 18 going into that course and that happened to me, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. Or I don't know what other students would have done either. Mm. Um, so that's really, really upsetting to kind of think back on that as well. I hope that the culture has changed. How long ago was that? So when I first started, it would have been about maybe three years ago. That is not that long ago. Yeah. That's horrid. It is. That's that's such a shame. I mean, yeah. it's it's interesting, but at the same time, I feel like I've been pretty lucky with some of the people I've gotten to work with. Like I don't want to dwell on some of the negative things that have happened because yeah. majority of the time it's quite positive. It's yeah. it's uh yeah it's it's interesting. You know, I've come across quite a few situations where things like like that have happened um i was i engineered a venue uh waves in Wollongong, which is like quite a large venue and there was an artist that asked me to come and engineer for them and i went in there and everyone were males you know Mm -hmm. being on the tech team and yeah everyone ignored me as soon as (gasps) i got in no yeah so i i basically went in tried to be really nice and obviously because it's not I, I don't usually work there. I don't really know mm. a, about the venue in general. So, yeah, I kind of introduced myself. Everyone kind of like pushed me away <gasps> until I literally got about like 10, 15 minutes into me being there. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So I like just started like talking to everyone. I was like, this is happening. Get me this, whatever. Right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you, again, you have to have the confidence to be able to put people in their place like that wow. and be like, yeah. I am one of you. There shouldn't be a divide. No with anything like this so the the artist that asked you to engineer for them was it a guy or a girl the band that asked me okay they're actually uh female fronted which is great but yeah like they they kind of saw that a little bit and i feel like that to an extent is such a a shit situation to be put in because you are put in on basically have this pressure because they've asked you this is a job right you know, they've asked you to engineer for them and you need to make sure that they know that you're confident with what you're doing as well. Mm. So it's like, can you imagine if, again, if someone younger had less experience, mm. they wouldn't be able to navigate that situation. So you kind of have a professional side of things too. Yeah. So when you said that you, when you walked into Waves and everyone kind of ignored you and didn't think much of you and you had to kind of put your foot down and say, okay, this needs to happen. You need to go get me this. I need to do whatever it was that you did. Did the attitude shift? Were you treated differently or was it? hundred percent. It's just literally just snapped. So then they were totally fine. Yeah. And then it's, it was kind of, again, it was kind of like, oh, okay, now you've shown some initiative. Now you're part of the boys club. (gasps) And I was like, wow. Okay. Didn't realize that I needed to actually, 
ha- have this and conversation. Stop assuming I, I want to be in the boys' club. Yeah, mm. like I'm doing my job. I'm not. I'm not here to to be part of the boys' club or yeah. to like show you to be like, hey, like I'm an engineer and I like you know I'm working here. Like it's like this is my job. This is what I'm doing. You guys work at this venue and this is also your job. You take it seriously too and you be professional. It doesn't matter whether or not I'm a female, like nah. or whoever it is, mm. you know? That's and it's like her. they hadn't even seen my capability or, you know, there wasn't even that side of is she a good engineer or not. It was just like, oh, she's a female, whatever. Wow. But it was actually really interesting because majority of them were maybe four in their 40s, 50s. So mm. I feel like if that was in any kind of other scenario where they maybe were quite young, I guess, yeah. that maybe it would have been shifted. But, uh, yeah, it's just interesting to to kind of see that age comparison. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you find that it's the same, uh, you get the same kind of assumptions and treatments across all aspects of the industry? Because you obviously work in different areas. Mm. Yeah. Is it the same? I mean, mm, I, I wouldn't say as much. I feel like doing artist management, I've never... I can never say that I've ever had an experience like that before. Mm. Um, I'm quite stern with how I talk to people sometimes. I'm very forward in, in the nicest way possible, but I've never experienced that in artist management. I wonder what as, the difference is. I don't know if, if there's this weird mentality that being techie or nerdy is like meant to be some something that guys do. Mm. Is Is that... I don't know if that's Maybe. kind of where it comes yeah. from or I don't, I don't know if there's some kind of sense that has kind of just been ingrained in so many people, yeah. you know, even however many years ago where men are just considered to be in, in terms of having a hierarchy higher than women. Mm. And I don't know if that has obviously translated into a lot of workplaces, not necessarily just the music industry. Mm. Like that's it totally. happens, you know, in the workplace in – in everywhere. Of course, yeah. So I don't know but if not that's... not so much in the artist management side no, of things. No, I really haven't. You know, I, I actually could probably say that I know um, quite a lot more women in artist management mm. than I do in audio. Yeah. You know, so that's... I don't know if that's like a huge thing as well. Maybe someone has broken that for me before I've gotten yeah. into artist management. Yeah, maybe. So. There seems to be a, a pretty good female representation in that side of the industry yeah i probably see it as it's probably like a 50 50 mm. okay, so nice. that's really that's really positive yeah it's positive to hear that as opposed to sound engineering or producing which would be <laughs> i wouldn't even know yeah. the numbers for that it's just 397 like on my hand i'd be able to say yeah. the amount of people so yeah yeah and it's it's kind of uh disheartening because there's no real encouragement for a lot of women doing audio so or not that i know of Maybe I'm wrong. The only, the biggest thing that I've kind of come across recently, uh, I was invited down to Studios 301 for this, uh, they had like a women's writing camp. Mm-hmm. All female producers, Brilliant. engineers, artists, everything like that. And I think that for me, I was kind of, sounds so stupid, but I was like a bit emotional kind mm. of being surrounded by that. No. Yeah, because it's like, how, how often do I get to be in a room of, females in mm. the music industry mm. just predominantly females yeah, you know because it's so often that i walk into a room and you kind of are downgraded to this very small human because you feel like you have no place mm. you know if there's a, a lot of males in there that's unfortunately that's just kind of how 
my mentality is still, yeah. um, which is quite negative, and I hope that kind of evolves and changes over time. Um, I'm sure it will. Yeah, I, I, I can kind of see things happening quite quite a lot as well. Yeah. Um, I think there's a bit yeah. of a movement happening at the moment for sure. where for there's sure. more and more support and networking for women. Women? For women. women. <laughs> um, for women. New term. <laughs> TM'd. Trademarked. <laughs> yeah. um, women. Like I've been, <laughs> like I've been to um, the Women in Music Sydney oh, yes. forums. And they've just been brilliant. They've been so wonderful. And the first one I was so scared to go I was petrified because I was like I'm no one I'm not an artist I'm not a writer I'm just learning how to be a producer which I wasn't even doing at the time because yeah. I'd only just signed up so I was like I'm not doing anything I'm not even I'm not anyone in the industry and I just rocked up and people were like what are you up to yeah. that's cool that's okay maybe we can hook up I'll follow you on yeah. Instagram how crazy because yeah. like, that was the first time that I went to uh women in music event i was like quite scared too i feel like everyone kind of goes through that process right yeah we're not the only ones no definitely Um, not but you walk in there and they're like the most supportive friendliest yeah humans and it's so so great and so nice to be surrounded by people like that yeah and Um, that i feel like maybe was that something that was like quite encouraging for you as well so encouraging i spent the whole time like smiling beaming Mm. Um, and just thinking, yeah, okay, I can do this. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I can do it because I'm not the only one out there that feels this way. Because everyone I spoke to was either so encouraging and supportive or we're also like, oh my God, I'm glad you said that because I'm also petrified. Can we stick together? And I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. (laughs) So it was so nice to kind of be like, okay, I've got a friend. I'm not on my own. They're not Mm. all really like judgy because i don't know what i'm doing or because i oh, because you know i'm not, not as good as someone yeah. else or that no it was it was amazing but i think a lot of it it is it is there is more and more stuff coming up on the scene to help women like i really hope that this podcast lets women know out there that there's really good lovely people out there you just have to find them and stick to them yeah but also i think is a part to do with you like and not you personally nicole but like <laughs> Just as an individual. It's all like on I, you, Nicole. Yes, it's all up to you. You have to change everything. Um, but like I just think that there's so much work you have to do internally to reach a point where you can have the confidence to be the only female in a room and be okay. Be the be in a room walk into a room full of females and be okay. Because that equally petrifies me. Mm. really petrifies me why why is that i don't know and i'm still trying to figure that out but i was saying to mike that if um so i work in corporate uh part-time and if i walk into a room that that work in construction and infrastructure so it's largely male male dominated um i got no issues with that yeah and there's more and more women as well in the industry which is fantastic if a guy that i work with decides that they don't like me I, cool I don't, I don't really care <laughs> if a woman decides that they don't like me i'm heartbroken really like why why wouldn't she like why me maybe she friends? doesn't like oh my god what have i done i've got to win her over weird i, I wonder where that come like where that mentality comes from no though. idea but well, you were saying in one of them that part of it is because you're such a feminist and you're like women have got to support each other that when someone doesn't like you you're like hey 
I thought we were all supposed to. Spoil I thought you. we were yeah. all friends. I guess. Mm. I guess liking me isn't is a, is a separate issue because you can still support someone and not necessarily. I don't mean yeah. people or everyone needs to love me. Like it's not like just, everyone goes goes past you giving you the finger yeah. as they're yeah. walking yeah. to work. They're yeah. like, "Fuck <laughs> you, had a terrible day." <laughs> That would actually be a lot better because I think I would probably find that much more yeah, funny. I th- yeah, I think I think there'd be some kind of humour yeah. in that at least. I kind of look forward to that maybe. Fuck oh, you. Yeah, wow. fuck you too. <laughs> no, I just mean like I think there's there can be a lot of backstabbing I've noticed with women mm. in business yeah. and I'm always just a bit more damaged by it than when it's by a guy, done yeah. by a guy. I'm just a bit more like, God's sake. We're supposed to be supporting each other. What are you doing? Yeah, totally. I'm not that bad, man. You don't even know me. Like <laughs> you haven't even gone to just know trying me. my best. Yeah. <laughs> I think that probably touches like on what we were saying before, where it's like, you know, not until you personally get to a stage where you feel confident with what you're doing, I wouldn't necessarily think that I'm a kick-ass woman. Um, you know, because you kind of have this understanding of what it has taken you to get to that point. Yeah. But uh, that's really interesting to hear that as well. Yeah. Because I've never, like, walked into a room and found that it's men and gone, oh, phew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, bu- oh thank God. A bunch God. of men. Same. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm always the odd, I'm always the only man in a room full of women and finally a room full of men. doesn't happen because, uh, the, you know, as I think about these interactions that that we have and I think, huh, most of the time that I'm in a room with more than five people, chances are the majority of them will be men. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've never had a situation where I'm like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to actually be in an industry where being a man wasn't a, a hindrance for once. <laughs> you know, but you must feel like in the live sound game and producing, do you ever feel like being a woman has – meant that you've missed out on opportunities? Ooh, that's that's a good question. Mm. I mean, I would hate to say that, you know, someone had chosen another engineer over me purely just because they were male. Mm. Um, I've never had any direct kind of yeah issues like that yeah. before. Yeah. Um, Do you think maybe people listen differently though, knowing that? In, in terms of what, in terms of... So I'm wondering if, like, as a producer or sound person that uh, whether people are like, oh, that's a good mix for a chick. Ooh, I've never had that Fuck, before. Fuck, I hope I haven't put that in your mind and just planted no, a seed that's no, going to damage but it's, you. It's, no, I don't oh, think so. Michael. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm happy to say that I've never had that issue that's before. so awesome. I yeah. think it happens, though. I hate to say it, but mm. I went to a chat with an artist and producer called... Brooks. Ooh, yes. But she said that when she first started, and she's, I mean, she's still doing it now, but um, when she first started, she had these masks created for her new album hmm. because when she was on tour and on, sh- like, on a, in a gig, she would put it on because then people couldn't tell if, if she, she was, was a guy or a girl. Oh, mm. that's. That's disheartening. And she she just got to a point where she was like, I'm fucking sick of like having to expect it to look a certain way or like sound a certain way. So she moved away from kind of like a poppy vibe more to it's oh, it's great, like big EDM. Yeah. And it's just she was like, I just 
did not want to have to look a certain way. So I just put this hel- this mask on. Yeah, and there's no kind of uh, background to anything. They're just like not, again, like what you were saying before, yeah. listening to it differently because she yeah. is a female. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's that's like very sad and that's very upsetting it. to hear yeah. that. So when you were growing up, did you have any inspirations, like female inspirations in music? Yeah, definitely. Really? I mean, I hate to be super generic, but like Hayley Williams from Paramore, that's nice. probably a huge yep. token female um, front woman. Nice. Um, but definitely Debbie Harry from Blondie as well. She was like yep. amazing. icon, amazing. amazing. Um, nice. Evanescence, like Amy yeah. Lee, who is like mm. the most spectacular human who, yeah, I don't know. She She's probably one of my biggest inspirations in, if we're talking female. Nice. So yeah, like when did you get into production? Yeah, so I, I kind of got into production when I was like maybe late high school. There wasn't That's as early. Yeah, like there wasn't. Mm. I, I wouldn't like say there was like as much support in terms of like a lot of classes and stuff mm. that I could do uh, to kind of go towards that. But again, kind of having those inspirations of like seeing the back end of of how all of these my favorite records and and stuff like that was made and. You know, I kind of like started being that girl in high school that would like record people's assessments or like oh, do like my own yeah. stuff. And that's really cool. Yeah, I uh, I was quite heavily involved in like the entertainment and music side of things in my high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like kind of the person that people would ask to to set up the microphones and kind of oh, do all that wow. kind of stuff. Yeah, cool. And uh. I so were you a bit of a legend in high school? I don't want to say legend. I was a bit that of a means nerd. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? I would, yeah. I mean, I was a bit of a nerd when I was in high school. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would like to say that I was a legend. I would hope that like a lot of my teachers, like even now, would probably still remember me to be like the That's music cool. chick, the, nice. the cool music chick. But like, what about your peers? Like the other students, were they like, yeah, you're the like one of the cool music chicks? Yeah, totally. That's I, awesome. I got that a Sick. lot. But there was like. There was always this like weird side of things where a lot of girls maybe after high school used to tell me that they used to be scared of me <gasps> because I was like quite confident with what I was doing wow. then. And that was like I, intimidating even, to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Like even though like they'd never spoken to me, um, I, I will just preface this by saying I went to an, a girls only high school. There was okay. no guys or, or anything like that. Um, but yeah, they would always be really scared of me. Because oh. I would like, I wouldn't isolate myself necessarily, but like lunch times and and free times, I would skip class to go down to the music rooms to do stuff <laughs> and and to write um, and and everything. So yeah, there was like a lot of people that had never spoken to me, but kind of had this weird idea that I was just like maybe obnoxious and rude oh. and and stuff like that until they kind of really had that conversation with me. Yeah. Um, so that's like kind of weird to mm. think about sometimes because I would mm. like to say that I'm a lovely, a lovely human. And you are a lovely human. Hope so. And yeah, you, I definitely you didn't come across as the least obnoxious. Yeah, that makes me happy. Ever. Yeah, that's you, good. You that's good to hear. You're so <laughs> lovely to me. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. I definitely wasn't like, oh no, I'm so intimidated. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I don't know. She's I don't the know. Cool music. Check. Yeah. <laughs> so in school, 
Um, I won't dwell on it because it was in another podcast and I don't want to bore the listeners, but I was not the cool music too chick. Too late now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone there. We're it's way too past late. That. Yeah, yeah you can't go back now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I wasn't the cool music chick. I was the music chick, but I was cool despite my music. Music was not a cool thing in my school. Oh, mm. like explain more. So I was in bands and orchestras. That's so cool. that music is not cool to kids. Yeah. But I I hate nothing more than when, like I was in the choir as well, like when <laughs> the teacher used to come in and be like, right, we've got a really fun song to sing today. We're going to sing um, the theme song from Friends and everyone would be like, yeah, except for me. who'd I'd be like, oh, I hate can this we do a grind so song? much. A grind? Well, yeah. Can I we do some like, like a trap music or I something? Used to, I used to really enjoy doing like the classical music ah. like I used to love before I just think that the bands and the orchestras I was in I was like that's not for like that genre no. of song yeah Correct. into what those instruments were kind of made for like we're not playing keyboard and guitar this is here. not what this was made this for this is piccolo <laughs> and yeah. violin and you know like no one wants to listen to that shit yeah. let's ca- keep going with the Vivaldi Co- you know? guys like, come on yeah, yeah. what are we doing so, here I'd, I'd be the only one that would be like no yeah, but even so, and because you know a a choir is gonna butcher like a absolutely song like oh. the Friends themes. I, I do know not want to be part of that. So no one told you yes. life was going to be this way, and then a gazillion claps. It just oh god, to, yeah, oh, oh yeah, because no one ever it gets that right. Yeah. No one, <laughs> absolutely no one. Right. So anyway, besides, that was probably why I wasn't the cool music chick because I was always like, guys, you're not clapping on yeah. time. Yeah, I'm only. Just growing up, I've become more cool when, well, to society's kind of yeah. expectations, right? Um, so it's only just now that like classical music and stuff is okay. It's cool again. And like if I say I'm a classical pianist and flautist, they're like, whoa, that's so cool. <laughs> Whereas, you know, 20 years ago, nah, that's not cool. So it's just weird, isn't it? I had just yeah. a really different experience. So what's the reaction now when you meet new people and you kind of say what you do? Yeah, definitely people are always quite surprised. Really? Yeah, definitely. Why? Why? I I don't know. I don't know if maybe it's just because like uh, a lot of people that ask me aren't in the music industry. Okay. So a lot of people what don't. What do you say if someone says, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, I would, I kind of just say that I'm in artist management and I do sound engineering as well, but you kind of have to go into what sound engineering is mm. otherwise people think that you're like an engineer and like mm. make buildings and yeah. do mm. stuff like that and you're just yeah. like oh no not really yeah kind of the opposite yeah um yeah so you kind of like have to go down that rabbit hole a little bit to kind of explain yeah. the the back end of what you do so um but yeah that's kind of just I kind of leave it at that unless they're interested in what I'm doing. That's so interesting that people are surprised. Do you get a surprise reaction when you tell them what you do, Mike? Yeah, people people generally respond well. Like okay, they're, that's they're good. genuinely yeah, nice. interested. Yeah, how how often do people hear that? You know what yeah. I mean? Like when when you ask them what their profession is or their career, I I find it at almost 0% if I ask other people mm. if they're in the music industry. So I can imagine how people would yeah. kind of be a bit like, oh, wow, okay, what what do you do? Great. And what is that exactly? Yeah. Like yeah. it's probably like a curiosity thing as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah. How did you get into 
artist management. Yeah, I uh, actually, while I was studying audio, um, I kind of linked up with an artist management company, Arrow Agency, who were like really yeah. amazing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I started doing artist management through that to kind of see, uh, I interned with them. Awesome. Um, and then I just kind of wanted to see if that's a path that I wanted to go down because mm-hmm. I've always been wanting to kind of explore that but never had a direct path mm. to it. So they gave me a really great opportunity to be able to explore that and, and to be able to work with uh, Tam and Liz at Arrow yeah. um, who were like the most amazing people and most supportive people awesome. that I've ever met. Yeah, did you um, ask them if you could do an internship or did they offer it to you? Uh, I asked them. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so I, I asked them. People. Yeah. Yeah. So, I actually, um, I used to work with Tam quite quite a while ago and uh, we just happened to reconnect very randomly, but obviously for a reason mm-hmm. um, when I was kind of going through that process of kind of working out what I wanted to do. And um, at the time she was starting Arrow with Liz and things just worked out really well. Um, so yeah, I started doing like artist management with them and kind of from there, that's kind of how things happened. And I had really great experiences, learned so much from those two and then ended up kind of doing my own thing Mm -hmm. with that. So Mm. can I ask you a question that I get asked a lot and I have no idea what the answer is, please, please, of course, to, uh, put you on the spot. Sure. (laughs) And I'll ask it and pretend it's not me asking it, but a young artist. For a friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. (laughs) How do you find management? How do I find management? Sorry. Okay. I I couldn't have asked that worse, (laughs) could I? I'm now a young artist. Okay. Self-managed. Nicole, I really want to find a good manager. How do I find management? Yeah, I this is this is totally something that I kind of battled with a little bit for a while because um after I left Arrow I wasn't kind of looking to do artist management for for quite a while and then I found an artist that I was quite invested in. Um from my personal experience, not necessarily from talking to other people, I would definitely say that you need to work well with your team. Generally, finding a manager that actually gives a fuck about your music and but how do you find the manager how do how, how to artist, literally find the manager yeah 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 okay. that's it's probably the number one question that i think i get asked by people is how do i find a good manager yeah i mean i definitely feel like by networking is probably mm. the only way that you can kind of do stuff like that there's no there's no platform, there's no website that you can go no. go to to be like Sydney artist managers and yeah. have profiles okay. and, and do stuff like that. I definitely, I feel like it's probably like a network or like, oh, okay, I I don't necessarily think that I could manage you because I'm, I don't feel like I couldn't do my best for you. So yeah. I can definitely refer you to other people that I feel like would, would work well with you. So maybe that's kind of like a, a good direction to go for, but like... I I, I would probably say. What do you look say, for in an artist? I mean, as a manager. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I probably really need to be into their music. Mm-hmm. I need to love their music. I need to be a fan of them, and I'm, you know, I want to do my best for them. And if if that's like, you, you're kind of like working with these, these artists and these people, you need to get along with them. You need to 
be supportive. You need to be a team yeah. and all of these little things that come into it as well. And, um, yeah, like that's, that's like a, a difficult question. That's probably something that I still get asked a lot mm. as well, but mm. that's probably the most organic way that you can find a manager that will work well for you and with you as well. It's not necessarily just network. Yeah. Just networking. It's not, I, I don't Are know there if specific places that people could go. I don't, I don't know if there's any like. Just asking for a friend. Yeah. Just for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's any platforms that have. Any I, I don't kind think of... there are. Um, there's just different forums that run events every now and again. And it's just yeah. being yeah. tapped into those and going to as many as you possibly can. Yeah. I think. Totally. And also like the best thing that I ever did was reach out to the random person that I thought was cool playing the piano in that pub who was Michael. Like Oh really? The, yeah. Yeah, I was the cool guy in the <laughs> pub. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the best thing I could have done. Yeah. Because I just really loved his style um of playing um and just wanted to learn more. Yeah. And I was like, surely he'd have maybe even ten minutes just to see me. Like I think I could probably learn a lot from him. Yeah, exactly. And just doing that was the best thing because then that opened more doors. It gave yeah. me loads of, like, just so many more avenues to explore yeah. and we're still exploring loads. Yeah. So th I just think that's the biggest thing. Oh, not that I'm I'm nowhere near even fucking, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm nowhere no, near but an expert. I, but the yeah. biggest advice I would give to anyone out there that's not sure what to do is just reach out to people. Find one person or three or ten I don't know who is yeah you there will always be inspired by yeah. or you'd like to learn from because yeah. you like an element of what they do reach out send them an email hit them up on Instagram mm. I don't know I think I think I probably just sent you a message on Instagram I think it was yeah but um, that's that is the best way to do it especially in Sydney like I think you know if you put it in a nutshell the Sydney industry is quite small yeah yeah. People, everyone knows yeah. everybody and it's like if you don't make that connection and start networking with people like you probably don't have the confidence to just to go up to a manager and be like manage me no. you know what I mean mm. like you need to find someone who knows other people and, and mm. kind of go down those avenues yeah. as well but yeah you can't I, I wouldn't even suggest just going up to someone to ask them to manage them no. I, I don't think these days it happens like that anyway you have, I think, probably had to work super hard to get to where you currently are, overcoming quite a lot of issues, unfortunately sexism, and just had to be really confident and overcome those somehow. What would you say is the best advice you would give to others that might be, you know, I really hope that there's lots more um, females that are thinking about entering the yeah, industry. I mean, I, I definitely think that, you know, reaching out to other females in, in the industry is probably something that I regret not doing okay. when I was like mm. first starting out, you know, oh, it's totally. okay to ask, ask help from, from other females to, to get advice and to be able to have the confidence in, in what you're doing. Like if you know what you, you want to do, if this is the career path that you want to go down, then you own it, you know, no matter how many, shitty people that you come across that doesn't define who you are no. that shouldn't be something that you carry with you but uh yeah definitely reaching out and, and kind of just like having the confidence to be able to say to yourself that you are in the right place for you yeah mm. that's definitely the biggest thing that I 
I've learned from from the, from everything really. I mean, I definitely think that in terms of talking to another female about the the shit that you're going through, yeah. mm. you know, like that's that's something invaluable and something that unfortunately males don't have. Mm. You know, like totally. You know, they don't have the, you know, I mean majority of the time they don't have the whole issue of having mm. any kind of sexism mm. surrounding mm. their their work yeah. life, their experiences. And yeah. it's like totally. really invaluable to have that advice and that support from someone else who has gone through the same thing or, mm. you know, that can kind of put themselves in that position as well, yeah. regardless of it being in the music industry or not. Mm. Thank you so much for your chat. It was brilliant. I'm absolutely shocked at some of the stories that you've had. Yeah. Like, I just think it's so sad yeah. that that was so recent as well. Yeah, for sure. I really hope that it's inspired anyone out there listening that they can keep going and succeed despite those really narrow-minded fuckwit. Yeah. In a nutshell, yes, yeah, basically. basically. You've, really, you've really kind of smacked us around a bit with that story. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> we're, uh, we're both kind of reeling a bit from but this that. But is, this is exactly why I, what we wanted expected. to have this. Yeah whole discussion because i just think it's so important i think nicole (laughs) is a prime example of a kick-ass chick oh Oh, wow look at this so much this circle back (laughs) (laughs) nice you are and you're like glad i'm done yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) thank you so much it's been brilliant thank you i really appreciate that Get it, get it, follow this flow now. We're about to witness.